an asteroid strike. Discourse analysis popped up the rest of the big cast episodes. Of course, the Delta. And looking for some pastries and pies in Beijing that can actually deliver. Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. This here is my daily audio yik-yak. Published Monday to Friday. Uh, every roughly around 9 p.m. or so, Beijing time. Although I would like to record it earlier about the uh, goings-on of uh, what I do here in Beijing, China. I'm in the ESL industry, um, and you can find this podcast in all the uh, the good places now. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Spotify, everything. And of course, if you want the show notes or any for any more information on how to get in touch with me, you can head over to my website, stephenserse.com. Anyway, you can tell that I'm still a little bit stuffed up, so I've been... Uh, Chewing uh, the garlic again, these fishermen's friend, and today I uh, struck out the uh, or pulled out the um, uh, the ginger. I went to the store, got some ginger and green tea. I had I, I don't drink green tea very often, uh, but I finally made a, a couple pots of this, and uh, together with ginger. So I put the ginger in first. I cut it up in really nice and small. I uh, let it steep for a little while with uh, hot water. Then I put the the green tea leaves in there. And uh, that burns nice and good, warms you up, and it helps you sweat it out, which is what I'm trying to do. Did go for a very gentle rog, uh, <laughs> jog this uh, this afternoon, and a bit of a skipping workout as well, but not very much, very gentle, uh, just to get the blood flowing because I've been sitting all day and uh, trying to uh, not be distracted by my head being distracted. Basically, I don't know. You, you might wonder, actually, it's like, wait a minute, how can if you are so, quote-unquote, healthy, uh, which I don't actually claim to be altogether healthy, why is it that you are getting sick? Like, why do you sound sick? And it's a very good question. Um, you know how I was saying before, it might be a bit of a overtraining that uh, I might be doing too much. That might be part of it. Uh, also, last week, I didn't sleep uh, very well for a couple of nights. And so I think that I think that most of all contributes a lot to... Um, not being able to recover properly, and then it uh, it means that the body just doesn't uh, fight off any sort of slight infections that sort of happen, which uh, it's that time of year, um, end of September, beginning of October, kids are going back to school, and, uh, you know, the germs are going to travel a lot faster probably, uh, especially, you know, the, the seasonal flu, although does it still exist, or are we going to get locked down again? Good question. Well, that being the case, whatever. An asteroid hit, or got hit. NASA does another first, at least as far as we know, right? I mean, has Russia done this? Has China, China will do it, guaranteed. China's going to follow this up, and they're going to be blowing out asteroids from the, the sky left, right, and center. My concern, of course, is that it's not going to work, uh, not just for China, but for NASA. And it's going to stick a, a satellite into these asteroids, redirect it, and uh, it's going to come and end us all. Uh, although... If you remember, a couple weeks ago, I was talking about how uh, an asteroid probably wasn't <clears throat> the only thing that eliminated the uh, the dinosaurs so many millions of years ago. It was actually some lava seeping out from uh, the Earth's mantle, the Earth's crust, um, which, you know, combined with the, uh, the asteroid uh, caused some, well, death, <laughs> death and destruction all around. Uh, but uh, this is part of NASA's planetary defense, so thank you to... The uh, U.S. American taxpayer for uh, fronting the bill of this uh, defense system, this planetary defense. Oh, how great. America, it's freedom. But damn that U.S. dollar and damn Trump and damn it's all going to shit, but they can still put an 
you know, destroy an asteroid, which is kind of cool. Not going to lie. I mean, how... I Actually, I'm surprised. I haven't seen any footage of the actual impact from a distance. Only the camera that stops transmission once it hits the uh, the asteroid. Why why didn't they send another one right behind it sort of thing like to, uh, you know, pick up the... Uh, the effect, you know, the, the result of the asteroid collision. I'm guessing, like, they, they are tracking it, of course, but um, I'm surprised that that video wasn't, if there is a video, uh, that one's not sort of uh, trending on any of the uh, the socials. Kind of neat to see how it actually um, influenced, or, or was this just a, um, you know, a test to see if they could hit the asteroid? Uh, actually, to tell you the truth, I, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, good question. Um, I thought maybe they're going for demolition of the asteroid, but it might be that they were just going for um, target, you know, uh, hitting hitting the target in general, basically. So that's well, kind of neat, kind of cool. Kind of neat that they're able to do these sorts of things that we can pick out asteroids from uh, um, space these days. Uh, but we can't leave our compound because we'll die because of a virus, right? <laughs> Oh my goodness! All right. Well, uh, did uh, so today. It was spent uh, quite a bit of time, actually, um, on the Delta course. Especially was um, working. I, I never did get my assignments done, and I think I might just have to do them on my own and not worry about the tutor feedback. Only because uh, I wasn't able to concentrate very well, and this one was very exam focused, heavy, which just required me to break down a lot more grammar stuff. That I was sitting there going, "This requires me to read." this other book that I've only partially read and it's like, I'm having a hard enough time trying to you know, get my thoughts together. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start working on the next chapter, next unit and not worry about unit three uh, and keep on going that way. Um, but so today I spent uh, much of the day reading this book called Discourse by Guy Cook. And there's another one, Discourse Analysis by uh, McCarthy, I think it is. McCarthy's book is horribly boring. McCarthy's book, I read chapter six. I'm like, what the hell is the point of this? Basically, this whole discourse analysis go is imagine you're in a coffee coffee room, like a coffee break, the break room, right? You're talking with your colleagues and you're all ESL teachers or language teachers, or you know, any sort of company where you state the obvious, you know, the obvious like, hey, wouldn't it be neat if uh or remember that time, you know, oh I heard about this sort of thing, like all these things that are sort of fluffy conversation or conversational pieces you don't really have a lot of evidence for it uh, but you, it's it's a talking point and just about all of it is not applicable to what you actually do discourse analysis is that but with the evidence to back up that none of what you're talking about actually applies in the classroom <laughs> they, they go ahead and state this in a couple of the uh, introductions and conclusions like well you won't find any uh practical, applicable uh, exercises in this uh, in this book, but you will develop a greater understanding of what discourse is and how to uh, better approach uh, your classrooms. Right. And it, just about all of these books also state it'll be up to the teacher to decide what the students need and what's most beneficial for them uh, according to their needs analysis. So then why am I reading this book? <laughs> Well, I'm reading it because it's part of this course. Um, and so I, I'll, I guess today I was reading it because I was like, well, since I can't really think very much, like my, my mind's a little bit fuzzy, I'll do something that 
apparently it seems to you know accomplish something but honestly i'm reading these books going this doesn't really accomplish very much i don't think so that's what i'm doing is that today was a token effort to do something that makes me feel better for trying to do something even though i don't think this one's actually going to pop up although to be fair i think what's going to happen is that a lot of the the terminology that these guys are using is going to somehow pop up in the exam and that's what that's what you're going to have to uh, know about in order to actually talk about uh, during your your test paper in in December. Uh, well, what are you going to do anyway? Uh, I, what I would uh, tomorrow, if I have the time, uh, I will try to uh, get through another one of these uh, grammar books and be able to. Uh, um, I've been reading literally. This book has me. Uh, this course has me reading books on like the present simple. Uh, the future tense, uh, the past tense, full chapters, 20 pages of uh, analysis of the English verb tense system. If you've never thought about doing this before, uh, you're probably a little bit more normal and you're probably not involved in the ESL industry. Uh, I do know that one of the things that I've done before for my uh, my classes is that I, I just refer to this uh, website called EnglishPage.com and I just use that for all my uh, um, verb tense examples and stuff like that. It's very simple. It's very well laid out and it's portable. It's not a heavy book. It explains quite a bit and students never really ask many questions. They just take a picture, fill in the blanks, and we move on. Did spend some time uh, popping up uh, more of the uh, podcast episodes for my big podcast. So uh, Stephen Sersky Podcast, creatively named after myself, is uh, one that I do a lot of these interviews with other expats and uh, people of interest from around the world that I meet uh, here in Beijing or along my travels, um, or I find them online as well. And this is, uh, it's been interesting. I've been doing this for three years. Like this is the big podcast, three years. This small podcast I've only been doing for about a year. Uh, and uh, I'm only finally getting around to popping up these things up onto uh, all the major social media platforms. And you might ask why. And I was like, well, first of all, I kind of knew it was going to be a lot of work. Uh, second of all, I mean, not really getting paid for any of this, so it's time that is spent that doesn't generate a return right away. Uh, not that it's a big issue, but that being the case, if it's more for fun, then I want to keep it fun. And that was part of it was just not, you know, dealing with all the uh, account signups. And, oh, you can't use this phone number to verify your YouTube channel. It's been used too many times this year already, which is exactly what I got when I tried to create a new account channel or a new channel with a new account for the my my big podcast on YouTube. So I have to figure that one out, I guess. <laughs> uh, but on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everything is there to be streamed. And I know it does make people uh, it make it a lot easier for uh, a lot of people uh, who can't or don't want to download full episodes from my website. Uh, or stream it from my website. I actually kind of wonder now how many people I've talked to actually went ahead and downloaded those things. I mean, I know a few people did, uh, but um, given the sort of, oh, you have a podcast. The number of time I, times I get that question means that something's not being shared, uh, which indicates that maybe it's a little too difficult to share. And uh, if you want people to listen to it, maybe you got to make it a little bit more accessible. So that's what I've been doing uh, in the last couple of days is finally getting it all sort of up and ready. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, that's uh, what I've been doing. 
Uh, I was actually, the one thing for this YouTube sign-up, I was actually thinking about using these um, these burner phone websites. Have you ever tried these things before? Um, it was, these. I don't know why I've never thought about this before, Googling how to use a temporary phone number. I always thought that you had to get like a Skype phone number. I've always sort of been a little bit wary about um, using things online like that. You have to use them for things that you don't care about uh, because as I saw on this one website that this, I can't remember what the website, it was like SMS text message online.com or something like that. Um, and it was, you, you could enter in, you could get that number texted. I picked a Canadian number. I didn't text it. Uh, and you could see what phone numbers or which accounts, not names, but like, was it Tinder? Was it, uh, was it, there's the Vietnamese um, hookup app or something. There was that there. Uh, there was a lot of Facebook signups and stuff like that. So those sorts of things, like those different account signups that you do uh, that require that one-time um, SMS verification that uh, I guess, you know, for some circumstances would be great. But I'm, not, I'm sitting there going, I don't, I don't really want uh, YouTube sign-up, you know, especially if it's my name getting published there. That's sort of what I was kind of worried about. But uh, these things do exist where you can use burner phone websites that you can get an SMS sent to for, you know, for temporary use. You don't have to have all these phone numbers or anything. You don't have to install any phone number, uh, any software. Uh, But uh, yeah, given the fact that it does sort of send you, it sends the message of your passcode for Tinder is 611123456 or something like that. And you're going, hmm, I really don't want that published. It gave a number... I'm not sure what number that was, whether it was someone else. So, so it had a phone number. It looked like a phone number. And then it had this message that says uh, your your Tinder passcode is this. And then it gave a time for it, I guess, as well. And I'm going, yeah, I don't, I don't need that to happen with my account. So I'll have to find another phone number to use, um, whether it happens uh, shortly or not. Good question. I was trying to export some of these... Uh, Old because I want to put uh, the MP3 files up on YouTube. This is the whole point of creating this channel. And uh, right now, with the new channel, I'm restricted to less than 15 minutes clips. So less than 15 minute clips uh, on this new channel that I created with a new account. Basically, meaning I can actually pop up some of the uh, the show clips and stuff like that, which would be fine. But I was hoping to get the MP3 files, like an MP3 video published onto YouTube as well, because I know some people like to uh, just have those things on the background. Um, it's, YouTube is a, a listening platform as well, and I, I mean, I've i used it as well, so I thought I'd make it a little bit easier, but uh, I'm going to have to figure out another way to get it done. So, all that. The other thing I spent time doing today, looking for pastries. Okay, so this is definitely not very important. Uh, pastries and pies. I actually got, was a little bit excited on the weekend. Uh that I was able to order these sort of like these savory English pies, you know, these pot pies uh, that um, you can get at Jenny Lou's and April Gourmet, but they're they're store-made sort of thing and imported. So they are expensive and they don't always taste the best either. So they, they taste like they're sort of, uh, well, factory-made. I was hoping that I could find someone who would make these fresh here in uh, Beijing or in China. So I placed this order on Friday morning, or sorry, Saturday morning, 
thinking I could get it for Saturday night. They message me later and say, oh, you're in Beijing. I uh, can't go there. Shunfeng, uh, Shunfeng, the uh, delivery, SF Express, can't deliver to Beijing at the moment because of the government meetings that are going to be taking place uh, throughout the month of October. And so I was asking this pastry group, this, uh, um, it's, a, it's not just a pastry group, it's like a baked goods and stuff like that, if anybody had any sort of Beijing operations, because a lot of them, when they, they post their stuff, you go through their menus or you uh, go through everything, you select a bunch of stuff and you find out that they're located in Fujian or uh, Shandong, like Qingdao or Shanghai. And it's like, well, nothing is going to get sent to Beijing. It's, it's, uh, it's blocked off, not just the, you know, the virus, but uh, it's now a restricted access in terms of shipping as well. So I did ask uh, the admin if there was sort of a list that she had. She was, she was very good. She was able to, um, provide a substantial list of people who are based in Beijing um, and some of them I'm not gonna lie looking at some of the the pies and pastries that are available um, again some of the especially like the muffins or the cookies I'm like those look as if they're from a box it looks like you are adding ingredients like I do to boxed or packaged pre-made uh, batter pre-made mix and this is not a genuine sort of you made this all on your own so I'm looking at going, you know what, so you ha- you kind of have to, um, I guess, uh, sorry for all my snorting here, but you kind of have to uh, filter, you have to uh, check which ones, see which ones have sort of the best looking photos, not just the best looking photos, but the photos that look more authentic in terms of their food, uh, and not just how pretty they look, right, um, did find a few places. I was actually looking for baklava because I, you know, there's an, uh, there's Athena's here in Beijing that sells baklava, but it's like, we're talking, it's 50 quai or something, it's, 10, it's $10 Canadian for, you know, a, a slice the size of your palm sort of thing. You're going, maybe I should learn how to make this on my own. I'm sure it's possible, but it's again, one of these things where you have to find the time, you have to get the ingredients, and you have to know what to do uh, in order to make it. And if I could pay someone to do this for me, that'd be great. But uh, if, if I, it's kind of like even uh, making like lemon pie. I was thinking about making making lemon pie because um, it's one of these things where you haven't had it for a while. I'm kind of going, well, could I do this on my own sort of thing? One of the things that's held me back is the pie crust. They don't sell pie crust. I haven't seen pie crusts at April or May since uh, like March or April of 2020 when I bought all of them that were there. Uh, and I remember another guy, um, in, <laughs> this other chef guy I know, he's like, get them all, I'll, I'll pay you whatever, just get everything, and I'll, I'll take them from you. Because uh, so, they're those be- pre-baked Betty Crocker uh, pie crusts. But you can make pie crust as well. Like, and now, some, a lot of people talk about graham crackers. Well, you can't get graham crackers in, in, in China. Um, you can't, uh, they're ubiquitous in Canada, in, in the United States, probably even in Britain. But here in China, good luck, good luck finding graham crackers. So what else could you use? Well, you could use granola or oatmeal. And so you, you can you can do it, but you have to think of it. You have to think of it, and you have to do it, and you have to make sure that you do it in such a way that it doesn't suck too bad, <laughs> right? I mean, if it's if the pie crust doesn't work, then you've got like pie soup rather than you know actual pie. The hope was to find someone who could do this. Uh, someone who's sort of set up uh, already and uh, has the know-how, has the abilities. But if push comes to shove, I guess I'm going to have to find out how to make pies on my own. 
what else can I do, right? Okay, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Um, oh, by the way, yeah, most places are shut down from uh, sending stuff to, to Beijing. So if you are looking for pies and uh, savory, you know, uh, pot pies and stuff like that, let me know. I'll send you the, uh, the ladies' contact, and then uh, you can have a look through what's on offer there. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Sorry for all the sniffling today. I want to get the episode done uh, and put up anyway. Uh, so hopefully tomorrow it clears up a little bit. But how I feel right now, probably not going to happen. So please grin and bear it. Show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stevensersky.com. And of course, you can check out my big podcast, the Steven Sersky Podcast, now on Apple, on Amazon, Spotify, Google, everywhere. All right. Thanks for listening again. We will talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.